This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, thanks for joining us here on this Thursday afternoon. We hope to hear from you as our conversation progresses over this next hour. It's KGMI Connects, our phone number 360-676-5464. Another horrific shooting in the United States and when they're all awful, but 18 people at this point uh, dead from this shooting in Maine. Good golly. All right, and uh, I guess nothing we can do about these. These are just part of living in America. I was reading a survey before we get to this. We got several folks on the line already that want to talk. Uh, reading a, a, a survey done by the Public Religion Research Institute, a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization dedicated to conducting independent research at the intersection of religion, culture, and public policy. And they asked about uh, the country. Is the country in the right or wrong direction? 77% say the country's going in the wrong direction. But I suspect that, uh, as, I, as I was saying the other day, and it probably is about uh, talking about uh, whether the government does too much or too little, uh, it probably it probably relies on what you consider to be important uh, in, in that in that case important um, initiatives undertaken by the government. Uh, do they benefit me? Well, they're good. If they don't, well, not so great. Uh, but I'd be interested to know if if you think the country's in the wrong going in the wrong direction. Where is it going so wrong? And how are we so much awful, so much more awful than we were back in the 1950s? Because that was another part. How how's the nation changed since the 1950s? Um, uh, 44% uh, say for the better, 55% say for the worse. Since the 1950s? Hmm. And have things really gotten that bad for us here in the United States? Or are we just pessimistic or... When, so when we're asked, we just knee-jerk say, nah, things are going to heck in a handbasket. But uh, just uh, caught my eye. I want to hear from you, though. That's what our program's all about. We get going with uh, Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. I'm glad the sun came out today. Yeah. It kind of brightens our mood, huh? <laughs> yeah. Things are kind of dark. Uh, I tried to be the last caller. I thought I had time, but it uh, turns out the battery in my clock and my man cave is... Uh, Just missed you yesterday. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you called uh, today. Thank you. I wanted to respond to the last caller, and I think it might be the same fellow who didn't catch his name, who, who says the same thing once in a great while uh, about in the book of Acts, where, uh, you know, shortly after the ascension of, of our Lord... Uh, they shared everything in common as each man had need. And uh, he, he was, uh, so it's kind of like, what about that? You know, what's what's so wrong? And, you know, that's kind of communist, isn't it? And, man, it's so hard for me to believe people can't connect the dots. Okay. Okay, the con- the context of that was they the Lord had just left them. Uh, they were overjoyed with their new faith and their new reality, also, they were in fear of death. They were being hunted down, and they, they were like, "Let's hang together." Let's and and the, but the main thing is why they could do that, share everything in common as each man had, had need, is because they all believed the same thing. They all believed in the universal principles that Jesus talked about, as far as loving each other, as far as doing unto others as you would have them do unto you, and treating each other right, and all just such good stuff. So there wasn't going to be a haywire member of the crowd who was going to, like, try and uh, butter his bread better than the other guy and stuff like that. And all, so that's that's the context. It wouldn't work here because, you know, you'd have your deadbeats who would be taking advantage of the people who are working. And, you know, I've been to Russia. I was, the for, I was in the former uh, Soviet Union just after the fall. Uh-huh. And it's easy to see what happened there because people just had this lackluster idea, well, I'm going to work, you know. Everything was inferior, I saw there. So it doesn't work. But so, yeah, it worked, me, it worked in the Bible for those people, and and that's uh, a different context. Now, as far as the guns go— Well, really quick on that on that note, let me ask you, though. What, yeah. 
what and I, I and I'm just asking. Sure. We can come to that day of um, of reckoning, and uh, all those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior are, are you know taken up into heaven. And what about human nature will instantly change among those individuals? Isn't heaven going to be just as uh, paradise going to be just as competitive and uh, and backstabby, what have you, as it is down here on on Earth? Or does does that magically change? I don't know. Is that ever addressed in any of these scriptures? Right. Or anything like That's that? a very I, good question. That's a very good question, Joe. Worthy of more study than I've ever given it. Uh, I think I think those like myself who believe in the Lord, we 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 trust. And I think, gosh, I wish I could remember Scripture, but I think there's, I think there's evidence given in Scripture or or verbiage as to our our hearts will be, you know, what the the thing that's on our hearts that makes them dark, that makes us selfish, that that will be taken away. We won't. We will no longer be under that time. Well, for one thing, we won't have Satan uh, bothering us. See, most of this stuff, like the shooter the other uh, day and stuff, yeah. I, think, I, think they're, I think they're inspired by Satan. I think those people uh, who invaded uh, Israel are inspired by evil, by the devil, by the devil and his minions. And we will, we will have protection from that. For some reason, the protection is only, only so much here, but Joe, I'm I'm going to look into that. I should have had okay. a better answer. Well, that's all right. No, I'm just just throwing it out there. The thought occurred to me as as we we're talking. So, all right, Jim. Right. Appreciate your thoughts. Well, just quick, just okay. quick. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so on on the guns, I don't know. It's our culture. Uh, I grew up in a very violent household. I left at 15 because of the violence, and we had guns, but nobody ever uh, pointed one at it. I mean, uh, yeah, stove pokers. Axe handles, rocks, yeah. Uh, but uh, so something's happened in our culture uh, with guns, and I, I don't know what it is. I just don't know. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I it, I don't know either. I don't know that anybody really has an answer. Um, and uh, but and maybe maybe uh, popular culture has something to do with it when we see guns being used to to take out people that are, you know, the bad guy or um, that, that they're used to, to, to settle uh, differences or, um, or it's scores or what have you. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, it's maybe, glorified. yeah, yeah, they are glorified in the, and, and uh, just the, yeah, the, you know, here's the automatic weapon. It's going to help you uh, rise above. The morass, you know, I, 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 there's no easy answer. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, Jim. Thanks for your call. Thank you, Joe. All right, and I, I guess it is still. I, I tend to believe because human beings have been violent, uh, you know, throughout history, and uh, committed violence against each other. So I, I'm not really a believer of you know of art mirroring or um, a life mirroring art so much as vice versa, art mirroring life. Um, uh, what humans do to each other is then reflected in in artworks, which has also uh, been the case for you know for throughout the history of of mankind's or humankind's expression, art, artistic expression. But let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I was. Um, I liked what you said yesterday about the shredder. That's the first topic. Kind of quickly, I'll talk about again as another topic too. But okay. um, I thought you said it, you stated it very well. But you know, I think you know people want to have a good life and drive cars and all of that. And then there's got to be some industry and in recycling in order to. We can't have it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to make choices, and you know, we have to be reasonable. Yeah. But the main main thing I was thinking about was that there was the guest talking about socialism and and russia and so forth uh-huh. it was a little better than under the czars under socialism and i, I and then i i got to thinking you know that uh under gorbachev russia was better under you know as the soviet union than probably what it is now when they were trying to reform it i think we're kind of barking up the wrong tree when we uh think that it's all about the economic system, you know. Okay. It's kind of like culture determines 
how good a society is to live in. If mm-hmm. there's human rights, I think there's yeah. other forces, cultural forces in our society, and that we pay too much attention to, the, to where the money is. But money is only one thing. I think the problem is um, religion is one of the very powerful forces in society. So you got right, part of the reason why Russia is so getting so bad now is because of the fundamentalist type anti-gay attitudes that have arisen out of the religion. I mean, some are Russian Orthodox. There's a Russian Orthodox church in Seattle that's very liberal, and I think mm-hmm. liberal is a good way to go for religion, but you got Iran, you got the situation in the Middle East, and you just got all these hardliners fighting each other, and I think economics isn't the question so much. It's more culture. Okay. Uh, all right. Interesting. And, so, yeah. yeah, and yeah, what you were saying about the, I think that I thought about this with the gun issue, too. It's kind of a similar issue, and that is I'm in favor of reasonable gun registration and control and stuff like that. But I'll admit that that's not a magic bullet. I think the problem is culture again. I think if you got a, society, a gun culture or a society with a lot of, you know, anger and that sort of thing, I think uh, just changing the law isn't going to change it. But at the same time, I'm, I think that the NRA is, you know, extremist. And I think you can have reasonable gun control. It's not like, but I don't think that's the main problem. The main problem is people. It's kind of like we met the enemy. The enemy is us. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it, anger, you know, an uncontrolled anger uh, that, uh, yeah. I mean, that. There's something in a person that uh, that would uh, and uh, you know just to say oh it's mental illness that these people are all mentally ill, um, I, and I mean someone who walks into in this case in Maine, what a bowling alley and uh, another uh, public place, and just starts randomly shooting people. Obviously that person has crossed a line as far as um, how uh, conduct they conduct themselves in public. They've uh, and they're not acting rationally. I, I think that's pretty, pretty uh, evident. Um, but uh, there are millions of millions of people who have have mental illness or or experience mental illness to one degree or another, and they're not committing these kinds of acts. But uh, yeah, that interesting. Now, real quick, before we take a break, well, let's take a break and we'll come back. We'll hear from Jim and John and Rich, and uh, we'll ask time for you. That's for sure. Here on KGMI Connects, whatever's on your mind here on this Thursday afternoon, 360-676-5464. Give us a call. Bellingham Cider Company with local craft beers and a locally sourced Pacific Northwest-inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their spiced pumpkin, caramel apple, and other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be amazed by their menu, proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, wahilo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well-known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef. Or how about fresh coho salmon with roasted tomato chutney? You'll be amazed at the variety and selection of flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar, so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views of Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. The biggest shopping event of the year is happening at DeWard & Bodie on November 2nd. And if you're listening, you're invited. Celebrate the fourth annual Black Friday Early Access Shopping Event Thursday, November 2nd at DeWard & Bodie's Meridian Showroom. Enjoy gourmet food from professional chefs, craft beer and wine, enter to win incredible prize giveaways, and get exclusive early access to Black Friday deals. 
Reserve your free tickets right now on DeWard and Bodie's website or Facebook page. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Niederhaus of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Neater House of Luxury with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry including GIA certified diamonds and lab grown diamonds and custom design. Neater House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's back patio. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects 360 676 5464. Great to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon. Let's go to Kay in Bellingham. Hi, Kay. Hello. Hi, yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. Okay. Um, here is my um, little. Uh, there is a woman by the name of Sheila Matthews, and she runs a foundation that is looking to um, get funding and attention on. <clears throat> on the use of pharmacological psychiatric drugs and violent outbursts. And her, I have heard her speak. She points out something that was never covered in the media. Uh, If you remember that horrible, tragic case of, uh, I think it was a person by the name of Adam Lanza, who went and shot those Mm -hmm. children in Sandy Hook. Mm -hmm. The day before, I mean, the day before, he had been at uh, Yale um, Child Psychiatric, um, or his mother had brought him there, at a Yale uh, Psychiatric Clinic for treatment. He had been undergoing ongoing treatment, and he was using, he was medicated. Okay. So um, I'm not saying that this is a causality, but she has tracked so many cases where the person who was violent and has been masked you know, involved in a mass shooting is also on these, you know, different uh, drugs, whether they're just Prozac or whatever, and has pointed out, read the package inserts. The package inserts often um, warn of suicidal ideation and violence. Okay. So that's uh, a factor that wasn't practi- uh, that wasn't present back in the 50s or 60s. When we were, when I was growing up, there was no, there was no Prozac or, you know, medication. If you were upset, you cried it out, you know, wah, wah, too bad, so sad. Um, but they didn't give you suppressive drugs to cheer you up. So um, whether that is a, a factor, but as her, as she points out, oh, she's also the cousin of James Comey. And who okay. is the former FBI director? Uh-huh. And she has confronted her cousin and said, "You guys need to look at this, and you can't keep suppressing it." And um, and what's her name? Her name is oh, what did I? She, Sheila Matthews. She, Sheila Matthews. Yes. Okay. And but um, there are other people who who are bringing this this up as one factor, not you know not present. Uh-huh. You know, there were gun presences in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, but there, wasn't these ma- there weren't these mass shootings. Okay. So that is one element that is different. Well, it's there worth, may be it's, different elements. Uh, anything's worth looking at, that's for certain. Um, you know. And, I mean, you, uh, could, you could say someone, and, and I see what you're saying, um, uh, at the same time, someone who, like this shooter in Maine, is said to have, have you know, had mental health treatment. I think he was mm-hmm. uh, self uh, that he had uh, uh, what what's the term turned himself in had himself uh, t- mm-hmm. uh, um, put in I, I know treatment. What, yes, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, but um, he committed himself. Yeah, he committed yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah but and, and I and this person probably and and others who have uh, been in these situations probably under some some level of treatment for a mental mm-hmm. health uh, problem. 
I guess, like you say, and I appreciate you saying, I'm not saying it's a cause, but but I think it's worth worth looking into it. Anything is when we've got this spate of these kinds of awful, you know, acts. Well, and if there is a subgroup of people who cannot really benefit from these medications, that is something that needs to be teased out and yeah. looked at seriously. Like if it's triggering violence in you. But I think we have to we have, we have to be honest too, though, that there are a lot of people that are be, you know benefited by many of these drugs. Oh, that, that you know. That's so, why I'm saying. Yeah. If there is a subgroup that can't take it, uh huh. Is there no way to find that out? Because uh-huh. they, if if in fact it's true, this is a really bad side effect. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Exactly. It's uh, all right. Excellent. And and is worth looking at, not just suppressing. Yeah. You know, look at it truthfully. What. <clears throat> Who benefits? Who doesn't? All right. You okay. just don't pass them out like candy. <laughs> well, like, exactly. We don't like 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 we've kind of seen with uh, with uh, opioids and that sort of thing. So yes, yeah, sir. Right. One size fits all. These things are are need a lot of thought. Okay. And um, as one person pointed out to me, she was from she was uh, trained in China. She said, "Don't forget, teenagers need to feel these things and work them through." They can't just be suppressing them, and then they're going to bust out. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for your call. Um, and, uh, I, oh, and I have one more um, addition since I was learning, listening okay. to you guys talking about um, uh, in Acts, um, it says, you know, we are, we're all getting together and sharing everything. Well, there were two people who hid things. And if you read further in Acts, it's the case of Ananias and Sapphira, and they held back. They brought their stuff in and said, and and and, but they they had sold property and hidden some of it. And when they came in and said, "Here's here's our, here's what we're donating," uh, I can't remember if it, who it was that said, "Is this all of it?" And uh, apparently they said, "Oh yeah, that's all of it." Well, they were struck dead by the Holy Spirit. So they, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, I kind of missed that last part. But they oh, that oh, donated um, what? They donate. They were they were supposed to donate the proceeds of their property. Oh, and they came into the group and said, "Oh, yeah, this is all of it." But they actually had held back oh. most of it. Okay. And so what happened was, they were immediately struck dead. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so right. there are dire consequences we're not sharing. All right. Thanks, Kay. <laughs> Appreciate your call. Definitely. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm doing all right. <laughs> What's what are your thoughts today? Well, the last part I I do know that we had a shirt on the TV screen, five hundred and sixty five mass shootings already this year. And so um I'm reminded with what Noam Chomsky said when he was in conversation with Gore Vidal on the uh web. You okay. can watch it, so a pretty good show for an hour. Okay. Hosted by Jay Perini, but he said at the end, you know, we have all these opportunities. There's a constant struggle between the forces below and the forces above to overcome the power and tyranny of uh, wealth and privilege. And he said some way, some people in a society as ours, they kind of internalize the hatred and the and the uh, just disillusionment with living, and they uh, do they try to act in neurotic ways or have neuroses like this uh, person in Maine. And uh, so we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to get people to um, act in more constructive ways, working together, as he says, so we can overcome the problems that we face. Uh, That being said, I'll finish what I was telling you yesterday. Uh, ITT, which is International Telephone and Telegraph, eighth largest American company, paid zero federal income tax in 1971. And so after that, I wrote, money is power. Uh, Money is power, uh, because in order to get anything done for mental health treatments, for uh, safety in a job, and uh, just a whole plethora of things that need to be done, you have to be able to pay for it. And, and, you know, the rich people know, like the Koch brothers, that when he was making all that money, that he was going to try to buy all these state legislators, the politicians, so that... They could lock in their their privileged position and continue to allow the the libertarian aspect of our economy to degenerate to the point where we have so many homeless, so many deranged people that really don't know what to do. 
you know, and so on and so on. And so ITT makes money, not products, according to Gore Vidal. And Gore Vidal did say this about the Bush administration, George W. He said they were eerily inept in all but its principal task, which is to exempt the rich from taxes. Okay. that's uh, so far so good, I guess. And then I've got the Dennis Prager watch going, but I'll okay. I'll uh, ask you for time. Ask you for time. If you if you have time, I'll just make a brief statement. If you don't, I thank you for for allowing me to talk. All right, Jim. Well, let's we'll do the do the Dennis Prager. I got other folks on the line, so I'll, I'll I want to get to them. I've got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, and I I I I mean, when you think about it, just you know, corporations, sure. We need corporations function for themselves. They don't function for all the people. They function for themselves and those who have a financial interest in those corporations, whether they be the stockholders, the the officers of the corporation, the the workers that have jobs within that corporation. That's who the the corporations function for and in the benefit of. And not that we don't benefit from, say, services or that they offer or that are products that they produce, but in general, that's what they function for is, is for their own, their own survival, their own advancement, and uh, not for the advancement of everyone. And that's where I think government comes into play, and that's a government's role is to really, to, at its best, to function in the benefit as, as best it can for, uh, for everyone. Now, I'll take a quick break back with more. And we'll hear from you, hopefully, 360-676-5464. Did you know that many of your neighbors are struggling to keep food on the table? In an average year, Whatcom County Food Banks feed 3,500 local families weekly. Area food banks need your support now more than ever. The Feed the Need Community Food Drive supports local food banks. Team up with Industrial Credit Union and Cascade Radio Group to help fight hunger. A donation of just $10 can purchase $80 worth of food. Donate now through October 31st at Industrial Credit Union branches or online at industrialcu.org. Can I help you? Is this the rain dropping clinic? Yeah, our lit sign must have shorted out from all this rain. Sorry, how can I help? Well, yeah, it is this rain that's brought me in today. Is there a rain-related problem we can help you with? Yeah. What are your recommendations for driving on the highway at night in the rain? We discourage it, especially at night. Ever heard of spectacular reflection? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. The wet road becomes like a mirror. That's spectacular reflection. Also, your eyes are dilated, letting in more light. Your windshield might be fogging, wipers bad, tires balding, and all this at highway speed. Huh. Wow, what do you recommend? Take Bel Air Airport or Shuttle. A bus is much safer, and your driver is uniquely qualified to handle rain. Take a break from the hazards of driving to SeaTac Airport. With multiple daily round trips, you'll save on fuel, parking, and avoid stressful driving on wet highways. Book today at airporter.com. That's airporter.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. John in Ferndale has some thoughts on the new house speaker. Hi, John. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see how long he he lasts. Uh, Apparently, there's a tape that surfaced from January 6th when he was on a live interview with Fox News as Trump was, you know, letting 187 minutes go by, watching the violence and re- replaying it, right? And uh, so he criticized Trump on the air. So that's not going to be very very good for him when, when Trump finds out. I guess he's still just one vote away. So if, any, if anybody wants, you know, wants to kick him out on, on their side. Okay. But um, you, 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 we were talking about how, well, Life is 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 more dangerous now. Well, it's simply because there's more rats crammed into the cage, and the guns that we have are sold to anyone, and they're 
widespread and they're more deadly. The bullets go faster. They do more more damage. And, you know, we seem to be in, in the we, – we don't like the, the pharmaceutical industry for their excesses. But when it comes to the gun industry, there's no excess. They can just do what they want, sell as many guns as they want to whoever they want. Uh, the thing about the, the Prozac and Adam Lanza and this, this Sandy Hook shooting, as well as Columbine, is that those, those guys were on Prozac, and the problem happens when you stop all of a sudden. You have to titrate off of it. You have to wean yourself off of Prozac when you get off of it. And this is what any professional will tell you. But, you know, uh, people are, are impatient. And, yeah, that's, so that's a, definitely a factor before they ever prescribe it is when, you know, you're going to be on it for a limited amount of time. And then when you, when you get off it, here's what you got to do. And if that person isn't disciplined enough, you know, yeah, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a very scary world. But you know what, Joe? I remain hopeful because I saw Jenna Ellis crying last night. The burden of lying for Donald Trump lifted off her shoulders as she agreed to cooperate. <laughs> Sidney Powell as well, you know. The thing is, Joe, people are, this is your come-to-Jesus moment. It isn't so, you know, so so much uh that they were oh they were they were pressured into lying about Donald. No, they're free. They don't have to lie for him anymore. You know, and and you, you just think about like so this latest uh, speaker of of the house. I'm glad that he that he won the way that he did, and not like Jim Jordan, who you know was trying to. I mean, you listen to Re- Republican uh, Congressman Ken Ken Buck talk about the death threats that him and his wife got. You know, uh-huh. this kind of okay. politics cannot stand. Let me give you one last piece of hope before I go, we, okay. and, and we can hear from Rich, right? Okay, yeah. so down in Texas, they had the young Republicans and Kyle Rittenhouse, who, uh, uh, you know, was cleared by a jury and, and uh, you know, uh, did not lose control of his weapon. And people tried to take it away, and they shouldn't have. And uh, But even Kyle Rittenhouse would not accept Nazi Nick Fuentes, the guy that, you know, Trump had Thanksgiving dinner with, with Kanye West, another Nazi. But, he, but Kyle Rittenhouse down in Texas said, oh, no, 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 I'm not part, I'm not part of this group if you're going to have that, that, uh, that Nazi. So good on Kyle Rittenhouse. So there's, okay. there's hope for the Republican Party, Joe. There's, okay. there's, there's always hope. All right. There we go. Well, I, I, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse is Kyle Rittenhouse, and uh, I don't know that we'd look for him for for moral uh, direction. Uh, but anyway, there we go. That Thanks, John. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. As John said, uh, he was expecting to hear from you, Rich. <laughs> How's it going today, <laughs> All Joe? right, how you doing? Not too bad. Yeah, a burden being relieved off their shoulders, yeah, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is the full weight of the evil government telling you you must do this or your family is going to be bankrupt and you're going to go to jail for the rest of your life. So whenever someone is highly leveraged and made to flip, I have no idea how true anything they say is because they're doing it to save their own skin. So they could be lying now or they could have been lying before. Who knows? When you're under that much pressure from the federal government against a former president, I mean, there's no more pressure. It's, 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 can't, I don't know. I just can't find it believable what they would say before okay. or after. But anyway, I missed the first few minutes of the show, and I, you guys were talking about the shooting. And uh, one lady caller, Kay, had a really good point about the drugs. Never had thought of that before. Yeah, how many of these people were on something, or what sort of medications were they on? Is this all shooters, or is this just some? It'd be an interesting study to find out how oh. many of these people are on lots of medication. That might have something to do with their mental state of or I mean, how in the heck do you having, get to that point as, to go? as John pointed out, having were on them and then quit taking them. Um, right, same difference. Your withdrawal. But and, um, I saw. I looked, and uh, one of the uh, Columbine shooters had been prescribed uh, a uh, antidepressant. Um, that, but there was no evidence that, that it was unknown whether he had taken it, and uh, there were no. Neither shooter showed it had any uh, any. No drugs were found in the the systems, or alcohol for that matter, found in the systems of either Shooter and Columbine. So, 
I don't, just if you're having one. withdrawal, you're not going to have anything in your system, right? Right, so, but it was just one of know. those guys who apparently had been prescribed these drugs or this type of drug. Uh, so no no point, simple answer, uh, but, uh, from, but worth looking point at. from yesterday uh, about communism and the last caller and churches. Okay. That guy, well, that guy was correct. Uh, churches and religious organizations operate with a communal, they function financially in a communal way or I guess you could say a socialist communist way, from each his ability to each his need. And it works very well because everyone participates willingly. This is not forced. This is they're there by choice. And it said did in the Bible the disciples did live communally. They shared resources. They shared labors and works and they lived together and it worked. And the reason it doesn't work in government is because you will never have voluntary participation to share all your resources. That's why capitalism works better, because you're allowed to keep the excess for yourself, and that buys you all the things you need. Or libertarianism is what sounds more like what you're talking about, rather, you know, know, uh, libertarianism, where, yeah, you function as an individual, and you make make what choices, or... uh, uh, a, a devotee of Ayn Rand, I guess, but... Uh, in a okay. voluntary situation, socialism and communism work perfectly fine. If everyone right. there is, wants to do it and be part of it, then it works. Sure. But that doesn't work in reality of government with all the people because you don't have that with 100% of people. But right. in a voluntary organization, you do. But so, then when we live in a society right next to each other, we live in a community, uh, how well would it function if we all just just were out for ourselves and did whatever benefited ourselves and whatever helped anybody well, it else. Is, it, well, is, it is working, Joe. You're, it. Well, you, you have a job at Cascade Radio Group to make a wage to pay your bills, to live your life and have a savings in retirement. You're doing that for yourself, right. but you need to, and that allows you to buy all the goods and services you need. So it well, works really good. Look it, at America. We're right, doing it. it. Right. It works well, but I mean, uh, without uh, pooling our money, we wouldn't have roads to drive to work on. I would I yes, would have to that, be trundling up the tax, up the hill yep. on a trail every day or on a we bumpy dirt road that I couldn't make it up half the time because it's raining right. or what That's have you. That's the government's role to take care of those needs, such as infrastructure and transportation. Sure. And it, it is compulsory you must do it and that's okay. okay but if you gave people a choice would they all participate and pay taxes heck no so right. it is exactly. mandatory to pay your taxes right yeah, right. yeah. because we're but, all in it together it's like you know requiring people to have car insurance or requiring people to have, and, and and i well by and large they do and if they're caught without it then only, they're fined you know i, I mean, bet it's only 65 percent I would love to hear from an insurance person how many people on the road they estimate actually have car insurance. I bet you it's no more than 65%. Well, I know, there, but, you know, we've got all kinds of laws that people ignore. I mean, how often do you drive down the highway and see everyone going the speed limit? I mean, right. not very, never. Not, <laughs> I mean, so. never, but within a five, 10 miles an hour, but, you know, you're not well, doing 90 either. Well, you then, well, Here's pretty much every time I drive on I-90 or I- I-5, there's somebody going 90. I, I, yeah, and they don't get pulled over the same as they used to either. Yeah, yeah. because we're not paying the cops. <laughs> well, please. Could be. Okay, Rich. Well, I appreciate your thoughts. I want to real quick before we take a break. Let's go to Larry over in Everson. Hi, Larry. Good day. How are you? I'm doing well. What are your thoughts today? Well, it's that main shooting. Okay. I'm. I, I I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. Okay. I I do own a Bushmaster semi-automatic, and I have several. 25 round magazine. I have never ever put one of them in that fire up in that rifle and fired all 25 rounds at just bang 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 bang. Uh-huh. But one one thing is that we 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 do need to have some kind of gun control. As a supporter of the second amendment, one thing that could be done easily, we have let's say we have to do Thing. We got to do something. Well, this guy in Maine, he has. You kind of broke I, up there, Larry. Very, well, very, very simple. So, somebody is diagnosed with psychotic issues. They're placed on medication. There are some of these things that I think that do need to be turned to the FBI uh-huh. when the background check is run. It will come up that they do have 
unstable mental issues. And that can stop them from purchasing a firearm. But that same person that screams, we the person to jump up and down and start screaming about the hip hop. Well, we lost Larry, but I think I, I, I get the gist of what you're saying is that, um, and this shooter in Maine apparently had uh, self-committed for a, a mental health issue. And I was just hearing uh, from a news report from an expert saying that uh, there was nothing that, uh, there's no law that says that person could not own a gun in spite of that. Um, so, yeah, I... You have to wonder, and uh, but if the person already owns weapons, then are they confiscated? And how do we go about doing that in a, in a society that does value this right to uh, own and, in many cases, carry carry firearms? That's uh, yeah. But I appreciate your call, Larry. A uh, quick break and back with more. We'll hear from Michelle, Rod, and Lou, and you if we have chance. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's 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 a go getter, man. She has a she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. (laughs) Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, dad, need your credit card. (laughs) You know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. Don't put your golf clubs in the closet this winter. Take them to Volley Entertainment and Sports Bar in Bellingham. And this Thursday with PNW Perks, you can check out Volley for half the price. Virtually play some of the world's best golf courses with Volley's state-of-the-art golf simulator, and the whole family can have fun with their brand-new blackout mini-golf nine-hole course. Volley Entertainment Center and Sports Bar is adding more entertainment than ever. Blacklight miniature golf, pickleball, cornhole, ping-pong, pool, shuffleboard, a state-of-the-art golf simulator. Plus, there are TV screens all over Volley. Enjoy the 16 taps of local craft beer and snack on their great bar food. Plus, you can book your birthday or workplace holiday party at Volley. This Thursday with PNW Perks, you can get an hour on the golf simulator for two, plus a round of blackout mini golf for two, and you'll get it all for half the price. Head to pnwperks.com this Thursday at 8 a.m. to get in on the fun. Check them out in Bellingham or online at volleybellingham.com. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all, and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to service, brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury, Whatcom County's premier jewelry store, voted best in the Northwest, featuring an in-house jeweler for quick, affordable service. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's back patio we're taking your calls live on kgmi connects 360-676-5464 that we are just a few minutes left here let's go to michelle in bellingham i'm michelle hi joe um we've had over 600 mass shootings this year in the country 
And um, I don't, I think we're closing in on an all-time record. I'm not 100% sure, but I think we are. Um, at any rate, whatever the number is, it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I can remember I went to school from 1953 to 1971, including a master's year at college. And I can tell you right now that uh, never at any time did I ever, ever feel in danger or hear about mass shootings except the one in Texas in the mid-60s, uh, you know, um, and it was very, very seldom. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a fair amount of crime, but nothing like we have today. But it was mostly a matter of, you know, people. You didn't, you know, guns were committed in individual crimes, but not in mass shootings. And um, you know, occasionally you'd have a gang war or a, you know something like Al Capone or whatever. But uh-huh. for the most part, you wouldn't see that. And so I don't recall ever hearing or seeing or feeling frightened about one. And, you know, now it's totally different. And I think part of the reason is that um, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and before that, because there were a lot of movies made about it, like called The Snake Pit from the 40s, we had what would now be the politically incorrect term, insane asylums. And uh, I recall when Ronald Reagan was governor of California, and he closed them to save money, um, and it started the homeless situation, essentially. That was the origin of it down there. And, you know, it's so sad. We don't need gun control. We need people control. And that means that, like this uh, Robert Card that did the shooting in Maine, um, he uh, you know, was a military man and a gun expert who had serious mental problems. Now, why in the world we would let him go or release him uh, when he was obviously capable of such great harm? And I've seen this over and over and over in cases um, in the last, uh, you know, 10, 20 years. And it's just nonsensical whether you're talking about mentally ill people or hard, fast criminals, whatever, we need to have people control. And I'm not a gun nut. I don't belong to the NRA, and I've never had much to do with guns. But I just believe very strongly. I do believe in the Second Amendment to a point. But I just believe very strongly that we need to have people control. And we need to forget about all this uh, nonsense of not locking up, um, or at least um, guarding, you know, I'm trying to say locking up might seem wrong, but guarding, um, you know, people for what's happening. Yeah, I think you make a really good point. I think, I mean, it is, it's in many of these cases, maybe it is uh, a a loss of a grip on reality that uh, is behind these, but... Others, it seems that it's rage or, or at, toward whatever. But for some reason, it, it is a person that is doing this. When it comes to gun control, I guess my thought is I don't want to take guns away from everybody. And and I know that there are a lot of well, – almost all gun owners are responsible and take, at, regardless of what kind of weapons they have. We heard from uh, Larry and Everson and said, yeah, I've got these kinds of weapons that have – you know, magazines that'll hold 25 rounds or more. And he's not out using them inappropriately. And there's no reason he shouldn't be able to. But at the same time, if they're available for everyone, some people are going to get their hands on. Some people who shouldn't have them are going to be able to get their hands on them. So I think that's where we should focus the the discussion, I guess, is on who who and how do we keep the weapons, who, who shouldn't have them and how do we keep the weapons out of their hands. But Thanks for your thoughts, Michelle. I want to get uh, Rod in here. He's uh, is on the line. Hi, Rod. Hey, hey, hey. And I'll, I'll add to that, too. Not only do we need people control, we need self-control. Yeah. Which which yeah. leads me okay. <laughs> to um, a topic of some fella up north who just lives and breathes Donald Trump, and he just <laughs> – John. Okay. Um, you know, and – uh, he, what we heard from him today was a classic example of a black widow spider spinning this chaotic web of rhetoric, okay. just topics of what's going on. And I won't call him a troll, but I really think he likes to troll. And, you know, and, and I really didn't really want to pick on him, but I wanted to set a record kind of straight because about a month and a half ago, he mentioned Vladimir Putin and 
Kim Jong-un and he's and after that just mentioned their names he said Rod and he knows <laughs> that he said this huh. and it's like because he, he thinks that I'm a, a Putin apologist because I said that there were no saints uh, with the um, Ukraine war and many other things and, and things that um, Donald Trump had said and if he can't tell the difference between rhetoric that someone uses to op- keep the lines of communication open between adversaries and someone else saying that they've never indulged in a conversation about their son's um, business dealings, then I don't know what to say. But I have publicly said that the man is a monster, both of them, Kim Jong-un and and Vladimir Putin. Okay. So I'm not an apologist there, but when he mentioned those guys, he didn't even put anything in context and just said my name. Okay. And I'm like, right. and, and, and to troll someone like him, it would be funny if somebody did a video and actually hammered in a Donald Trump sign and make America great again in his front yard or something. I mean, I'm really not advocating that. Okay, yeah, but let's by not. Just saying that, but just saying that, okay, I Ron. know that hackles on his hair are coming up. All right, Rod, thanks for your call. We got Lou in Linden on the line. Hi, Lou. Go ahead. Howdy. Yeah, Hi. Oh, can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the, the lowest crime rates in America, amongst American citizens, are the Japanese and the American Jews. Okay. And the reason is they have a similar ethos. Even though as one is from the West and one's from Asia, they have a very similar, strong families or father in the home, providing discipline and a ethos to, to work towards success. They all emphasize education, and they don't emphasize Japanese studies or Jewish studies. They emphasize medicine, engineering, science, architecture, and so they contribute to society in a very rich and enriching manner. And once you have that approach in your ethnic group or cultural group, Doing all those things, strong families, father in the home, emphasize education. All these problems go away, Joe. All right, Lou. Well, that's the last word we have today. Um, although I will throw in that um, we've had white studies for really since the beginning of white America. So, <laughs> just saying. And with that, uh, we leave you until tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock here on KGMI Connects.